Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Look at this. All right. A new, a new look. Listen, not all was lost um, this weekend. Padres have, how about this? They've lost two of the first three games in this series against the Dodgers, but they've gained ground in the wild card. They were four games out to start the series, but everyone in front of them just keeps losing. And they're three games out right now. We've got a new look. If you're with us here on YouTube tonight, tell us what you think. Um, Padres lose tonight, Sunday night baseball, eight, two to the Dodgers. Great job, Jim, by the way, with this, uh, New, freshened look. All right. Let us know what you think. If you've got recommendations, if you have suggestions, we'll probably spend some time on that. Um, and actually, we'll before see, we go, we'll see how we it go goes. Anywhere, before we go anywhere, Jim, um, programming announcement for YouTubers in general. Okay. Because you know, we've been doing the wrap up show for over two years on YouTube. I think over four years in general, radio or YouTube, over two years on YouTube. We've been doing John and Jim, where we've been named back-to-back um, Sports Talk Radio Show of the Year in San Diego, thanks to you guys. So what are we going to do with John and Jim? Well, we're taking John and Jim to YouTube. Oh, wow. Wow. So uh, we're going to have the wrap-up show on YouTube. We're also going to have John and Jim on YouTube. I mean, we've been on YouTube here for two years. Um we started back in like late 2021. So yeah, we're starting a, a new YouTube channel for John and Jim. So everybody subscribe, hit the link, go subscribe right now. We are debuting on Tuesday, I believe Tuesday. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like people don't like this. Uh, well, anything, everything takes a while to get used to. I didn't like when Taylor Swift went to like pop, but look at her now, you know? Yeah. Um, Brent says, not a fan of the layout. Brett says, we're huge. <laughs> um, JD Gatcher doesn't like it. So no one likes um, this. No one likes it. Everyone's like, fuck these guys. This layout looks like a shorts video. I have to move my laptop further away, LOL. Um, Charles, thank you. Yes, the radio show. I just put a link in the chat. There's also a link in the description down below. Please be like literally the first subscribers. Yes. Can we we get that thing to like 100 subscribers before we even start? I hope so. That'd be awesome. James, thank you. Yeah, our viewers are now Swifties and listeners. Yeah, and we are JD Gaucho. We're doing radio. We're just adding Do YouTube I? to it. I look hammered. I don't know. Hold on. I'm not. I'm really not. James we says we're person. too close together. Well, we have one person that likes it. Let's okay. get on mobile. Okay. 
Um, no, no, pack. we're still on set. We didn't get fired. <laughs> well, we didn't get fired. We're st- we're still on radio. Yeah, but we're taking we're taking the radio. For those of you that listen on radio, you can keep listening on radio. For those of you that only find us on YouTube, there's now another channel that you can subscribe to. Hit the notification bell, and you can get our content, you know, mobily on video or however you watch it. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, links in the um, description. Um, let's get to uh, let's get to 100 subscribers tonight. That'd be awesome. Yeah, see, someone said I did notice John is slightly higher up than Jim. Here, let me change that. Hold on. Oh, there How about we go. Okay. 86 to lay out. It ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> You're on radio. Yeah, we are on radio, Hector. Um, yeah, can't see the signs. I mean, the signs are kind of a staple of our heads are very big. We'll figure hey, it out. Sometimes I like you- it. Here's the thing. I think like, we work with the space better. I feel like we're using the space. You miss on the on 100% of the shots you don't take. So we'll try it out tonight. Maybe it'll be back to normal or back to how it was uh, tomorrow night. But we're trying it out tonight. We're trying something new. Figured a new little layout. Um, <laughs> maybe, hey, layout's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really... Hey, yeah, see, know. less dead screen. Thank you, Johnny. That's that's exactly what you did, Jim. It's more of like us. Yeah, yeah. can't see the signs. That, that is an issue. I mean, I could literally do this, and this would be like no dead screen. Ooh. I mean, no, yeah, but but then we don't have our sponsors. I know, but still, if you guys want this, <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, let's get to this. We can talk more about that. Click the link. It is. Um, down below in the description if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel for John and Jim, or I put it uh, in the live chat as well. I should actually pin it to the live chat. I'll do that at some point once we get going. Um, listen, I mean, these three games, you know, you've lost two of them. I thought yesterday was really encouraging. You, you're, there's so many times this year like, wow, that's the moment maybe that finally kicks them into gear, and then it just doesn't happen. And today there were some moments, you know, Rich Hill wasn't good, but you had to play the plate that maybe changed the complexion of the game, maybe not. Um, but the Padres have not hit in this series. They've lost two of the first three games. They've gained one game in the wild card, but there's like five teams going for the final spot. That's six spot in the National League playoff race. But uh, tomorrow's a big day, I would say, Jim, to try to get a split. But, you know, two losses in three games, but the Padres have actually gained ground in the wild card. It's kind of a, a weird state of affairs here to begin August. It is. Um, they could have easily – I mean, you, they could easily right now – have won the first two games in the series. Um, but they could also have lost the first three games in the series. Like, you know, you could have, you could be two and one right now. Cause today after the first couple innings, it was over, it was done. Um, you couldn't get anything off, off a guy who has like the worst ERA in baseball mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lance Lynn, which was not good. Um, and Rich Hill was not good particularly at all. The play at the plate changed a lot of things, but I'm sorry. Just, you know, it it is what it it was, what it was. There's no, we can't cry over spilled milk here. The rules bullshit. We all agree. Um, It was called and then the three run Homer. And then you're like, okay, well that's pretty much it ball game. So look, is, is this series? I mean, have they played better in this series? You could argue they have, but you could also argue they haven't. Yesterday was was awesome, but 
you know, if without that eight, eighth inning, you just lost three in a row to the Dodgers, you know? So yeah, it's, it's again, disheartening. And if they can come out tomorrow and they win tomorrow, a split, like we said, you take it, but um, they have to win tomorrow. That's the thing. And you're dealing with a team that you just can't beat in the regular season. Like they just can't beat them. And that's, that's been the problem by facing the Dodgers is they're just not good against the Dodgers in the regular season. But I'll take a split any day of the week if they can get it tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. And again, they're not losing it. I mean, they've lost nothing. If they split the series at worst, they've actually gained one game in the wild card standings. Here's what is, here's where it gets weird with the whole object and mirror are closer than they appear. Like it sounds pretty good because it is to be only three games down in the wild card. Like that's obviously very doable. There's a million games left. The weird part about it is this. Out of these five teams, no more than one will likely make the postseason. Padres, Diamondbacks, who have been awful, and you're going to see seven times in ten games. Miami, who's been awful, who you're about to see. Cincinnati, who's been awful, okay, who's three games better than the Padres. And then the Cubs, who have been great, one of the best teams in baseball, I think 17-6. and six. Since the All-Star break, the Cubs are three games better than the Padres. Then the Phillies and the Giants, while, yeah, you could still technically – get involved with them as well. You're now six games behind the Phillies and the Giants, so that's less likely. But, Jim, I just said there's five teams, Cubs, Reds, Marlins, D-backs, Padres. Only one of those teams in all likelihood makes the postseason. Doesn't mean it can't be the Padres. And, by the way, thank you for the Super, J.D. Gatcha. We'll get to all the Supers, as always. If you want to see the Supers in our brand-new layout, well, nothing has really changed. But thank you for your support of the channel with the Super Chats. By the way, if you're, you're here, subscribe. <laughs> if you're here, subscribe. We have year-round Padres content. You can smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We really do appreciate the Supers. Great way to support the channel. Control the direction of the conversation. Make sure we get to your comment. We get to all of the Super Chats, as always. But, yeah, out of those five teams, only one is going to make the postseason. Could absolutely be the Padres, but there's a number of teams that could also land that final spot. Yeah, and that's where they're, like, getting, not lucky, but, you know, with how everyone's playing in front of them. You lose today, it doesn't hurt you as much as you think it does. Because the record is one thing, but I look at, okay, how many out are they of a playoff spot? I mean, if they happen to make the play, and it's not going to happen, I understand that. But if they happen to make the playoffs with an 82 and 80 record, would anybody like be upset? I mean, I wouldn't think it'd be the greatest thing in the world, but still, they'd make the postseason. Um, you know, it'd be it'd be weird because you you didn't really earn it. You kind of backed your way in there if you were getting in that low of victory, low of victories. But everyone else around you sucks, and they're. And they're having horrific second halves so far. I mean, Arizona is just cliff diving. Miami, same thing. Cincinnati, since the trade deadline's 0-6. Chicago's actually played really good. Philadelphia, and then the Giants are just like below average. So everyone around you is not doing good. The Mets, they're done. They're out of it. So you don't have to worry about them anymore. Um, I don't think Arizona is going to turn this thing around. Miami, I think they're going to end up this year around 500. So really you're worried about Cincinnati, Chicago, and that's kind of it in my mind. Um, and Milwaukee, because Milwaukee is like a half game better than Chicago. So, so like if Chicago takes over the division lead, then Milwaukee's in the conversation. Like if this thing, no matter what happens, in my opinion, I, I don't I think they'll hang in it. And I also think it's gonna be very hard to create separation because there's all these teams. 
So like, unless all of these teams play below average baseball, the odds of that are un- unlikely. And the fact that three or four of them have played poorly means that that's unlikely to continue probably for the last 50 games. If one team is hot and you play good baseball, it, it's going to take, you know, all season, obviously to get into the postseason. At the end of the day, it's like, how many chances have they had you? How many times they get to within a game of 500, within two games of 500, within three games of them? Like every single time they make their move, it always takes them an additional day, two or three. They have not been over 500 since May 10th. We know they won't be over 500 until at least August 9th because they need to win the next three days to do that. So it's just it's just been incredibly slow um, for this team to get turnover, yet somehow they're still very much in it. Um, J.D. Gatcher, thank you. He says, live, I thought Kike Hernandez beat the tag. I didn't. Um, he was out. He was so, out. I mean, he was clearly out. The rule it's dumb. is a dumb rule. I mean, on, on a play in the infield, on a ground ball, I have no clue what the catcher is supposed to do. This is not a throw coming from the outfield. This is not a play in which you have time to set up where runners are coming from second to home. Guys at third base, it's a freaking safety squeeze. Like, what choice does the catcher have other than to put himself in position to make a play? I just – I don't know what you're asking of catchers. You're asking the world of a catcher. In that spot, he was ruled out, and, of course, they overturn it, and it feels like that's like the story of the Padres season. It is. Uh, if you want to call it unlucky, call it unlucky, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just – Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Again, crying over the spilled milk thing here. It sucks. There's nothing. There's there's nothing that can be done. There's nothing. Like everyone could get mad all you want. End of the day, I'm more upset that this team scored one run off Lance Lynn than that stupid rule. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, how about they go out there and overcome? You know, because once once they're down six nothing, it's over. It's over. So how about you overcome? How about you score five runs off Lance Lynn and put some pressure on the Dodgers? But no, yeah, that wasn't happening. Do then. I mean, dude, yesterday was their first comeback trailing by more than a run after the fifth inning all year. Let me say I that know. again. It was their first comeback trailing by more than a run after the fifth inning all year. I mean, they're just not built for this. And Petco Park is not that park. And you know that this team just does not do that. Like when it was six nothing in the second inning, the game was over. Like over. if you had any hope, then it was false. So Carlos, thanks, man. Good to have you in the chat as always. Um, he says, not into the world, but Jesus can't get on a roll and take advantage of the horrible wildcard teams. Offense looked like they gave up after the early deficit on cue, Carlos, what we've been talking about. I mean, it, this is silver platter stuff with the other wildcard teams, by and large. It, it really is. And, like, I don't know if they're going to make their run here or not. August is not the easy schedule. 
we were hoping maybe this is the series they win against the Dodgers. That's not going to be the case. Um, and then offensively, Jim, in this series, again, there was an inning. There was a good inning, but they took advantage of two errors. Like they took advantage. I don't know how many of those runs yesterday were earned. Because outside of that, they really haven't done much in this series offensively against very average pitching, very and, average Dodgers pitching. And I thought the other night with the hit that Manny got was like the hit that this team needed. That was their first win this year when trailing by as many runs as they did, they were trailing in the eighth inning and on. First Can I win. Just say that? <laughs> I know. I'm just emphasizing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I thought that the hit by Manny to give them that lead, and even the swinging bunt by Soto, two guys in the middle of your order that needed those hits. Like, it'd been nice to get it from, like, Sanchez and, like, you know, G-Man Choi. But when it comes from your leaders, your guys that are in the, are the middle of it, I feel like that boosts your team even more. So I thought they were going to ride that wave into today and against a guy who's – not had a good year at all. I mean, Lance, fuck, Lance freaking Lynn, guys. And they score one run off him, and Soto, Manny, and Tatis were all over. Not good. Yeah, no, tonight wasn't good. Tonight wasn't good. I mean, Soto's been scorching hot. Tatis has been scorching cold. And Machado's got a hamstring, by the way, that kept him out of the field here tonight. Right. We'll see if he plays tomorrow with an afternoon game. Richard, thank you for uh, the super. He says, Dodger fan here, the Padres, from my perspective, get way too emotional for L.A. They wear their emotions on their sleeves. Not sold on the new layout. Thank you, Richard. I don't like right here in this layout, Jim. I'm going to critique the design, even though I had nothing to do with it. I don't like how the super goes fully through our like headshots. So I think we could eliminate the little John and little Jim. Because okay. if we didn't have them, it would be clean right there, in my opinion. <laughs> Anyone Sorry. else who wants to rip into the design? Yeah, destroy the design while you're at it. Just subscribe no, I, and like I, the channel. Yeah, by the way, please subscribe. And thank you for the supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, do the Padres get too emotional for L.A.? I mean, what about last year in the postseason? You know, I mean, I, I don't, I can't explain it, Richard. They, they can't just, they just can't win a series against the Dodgers in the regular season. That's just a fact. I don't know why. They just can't. Like they, <laughs> like they physically can't do it. It's insane to me. It's insane. Um, Aaron, what's going on? No relation, I would assume, to Jim's Aaron, who spells Aaron differently. Um, and Aaron wants to know, and thank you for the super, Aaron. She says, oh, what do you make of Tatis these last roughly 15 games? First of all, he's hit the ball hard. Tonight, he flat out to deep right center field. He flat out to center field warning track. Um, yeah, he's mired in a huge slump. I mean, there's no question about it. His OPS might be under 800 at this point. Um, he's slumping. He's got to get out of it. He's capable. 797 OPS. So he's come all the way back, all the way back to earth, Aaron, to your point. And he's got to be better these last 50 games. Got to be. Did you hear the comments by Eduardo Perez talking about? I watched the whole game, but I wasn't listening with a lot of volume. And Jones is hanging with me. So probably not. What do you say? Um, well, go back after this and, yeah. and look at it. Fadden put it on his, on his Twitter page. But the gist of it was that he believes Tatis has lost his confidence. Mainly because the Padres took away him being in the leadoff spot and playing shortstop away from him. And like, 
Well, no, because <laughs> he was playing really well when they took the shortstop spot away from him. And that he was a leader and the man at shortstop, and now he's just a right fielder. I mean, he, here's the thing. There, ES, ESPN Sunday Night Baseball has dropped so significantly over the last 25 years. There's like not one sports property in this country that have had such a precipitous drop than Sunday Night Baseball. Like it used to be a thing of of like interest. Now it's like, oh no, they're on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. I wish it was on Bally Sports or whatever the hell they call it now. I mean, it, it's it's really bad. It's really really bad. And I I I like Eduardo Perez. I like Carl Ravage, but you're right. The broadcast in general, overall, is just it's lacking. Tough. And it, it's a tough because they could try I mean, to get too cute. I think like they're, they're interviewing. Like, Look, Tatis. here's Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts talking to each other in the dugout during the game, and they're interviewing Tatis. And of course, you know they bring up Anchorman again, and you're like, yeah. dude, wh- why? Like this town nationally is not known for like only they're not only known for anchorman like stop it right like the movie came out in what year and nobody cares like stop the anchorman movie was like yes it was in san diego but it's not san diego right exactly that doesn't mean san diegans want to talk about it 20 years later right Um, especially to a guy who's probably never seen it before i mean they asked him about they asked him about (laughs) like tatis was like yeah yeah like what? So like, yeah, I love but anchors. still but still creating this creating like a narrative that Tatis has lost his confidence because he got things taken away from him. Like, what are we doing? That doesn't make any sense to me. How do you know? No, you that can, would be saying like the narrative when Machado was wasn't hitting, what was the maybe he just wasn't hitting. <laughs> yeah, right? Like maybe. when Soto wasn't hitting, right? It was the trade. When when Bogarts isn't hitting, it's the wrist. I mean, there's always everyone's looking for angles. <sighs> You I know, know. I know, yeah, but dumb. like, how about this? Um, he's slumping. Tatis is slumping. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's slumping. He and, is. And when you slump, you're not going to have much confidence. <laughs> no, I know. So maybe it's as easy and simple as that. JD's third thank you. He says, why do we act like we've dominated the Dodgers in the postseason for years now? It's one year. These games matter. Dodgers could end postseason hopes this year, like the Padres postseason hopes this year. Nobody who's pretending like that. Maybe that maybe I'm missing out on the chat. I mean, the facts are the facts. Last year's postseason win over the Dodgers is more consequential than what happened last year in the regular season or even this year in the regular season where the Padres are two and seven. But yeah, to your point, you need to make the postseason. But the Dodgers winning the series, if that happens, is not going to like make up for the Dodgers losing last year in the NLDS. And by the way, when the Dodgers beat the Padres in the 2020 NLDS, that was significant as well. Um, for the Dodgers, obviously. So, I mean, but in terms of like Padres franchise history, they don't have a lot of postseason series wins. And to go through the Dodgers, like, what should we do? Erase it from the history book and never bring it up again? I mean, I think it was pretty significant. It was very significant. It was a very significant thing to create a rivalry that was one-sided for the last decade. Right. You know, I'm sorry, but until, until the Padres beat the Dodgers in the postseason last year, this wasn't a rivalry. It just wasn't. The Dodgers beat the shit of the Padres every single year. Every single year they played them, they they won. That's how it was. You, you That's not a rivalry. The only rivalry aspect of it was that these fan bases don't like each other. Like, yeah, I hate Dodger fans, and I hate the Dodgers, but that doesn't make it a rivalry. You need to have something on field happen 
for it to become one. And when they beat the the Dodgers in the postseason last year, now you got now you got it. So yeah, now it's a rivalry. But I think uh, to to just say it's one postseason, like it's more. It was more than that. It's more than that. Now they have to go forward and beat these guys in the regular season. I 100% agree there because if this turns out to be where the only thing that this team has done against the Dodgers in the last decade was beat them in one postseason, albeit a significant postseason, then it's pretty one-sided still. I'm going to get back to the Supers, but I think this is such a dumb take. And thanks, John, for hanging out, <laughs> to put it like that. But it means nothing if you don't win the World Series. Sorry, it just doesn't. Well, then nothing has ever meant anything in the history of the Padres. All the billions of dollars that fans have spent over the last 50 years, all the like billions of dollars the Padres have spent trying to field a winner, none of it means anything because they haven't won a World Series. But it's not as simple as that. I mean, obviously, the goal is to win a World Series. But to pretend like nothing has any value unless you win a World Series, then basically the whole Dodgers history is irrelevant since 1988 as well. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know? Not a rivalry. <laughs> I love people in the chat. It's not a rivalry. Yeah, I think I could care less about the rivalry talk, but to pretend like I love when Dodger fans are like, oh, it didn't mean anything. The, the GM of the Dodgers literally had a press conference the day after the season saying, like, this is a disappointment and it will never happen again. Right. So don't tell me that it didn't matter because it mattered and it mattered a lot. Um, Carlos, thank you. Says something's wrong with Tatis. Don't see the dog in him. I mean, he's gone through stretches and, and he definitely can wear it on his sleeves. We, we have seen that before with Tatis. I mean, this is he hadn't played in such a long period of time. And it's not about that, but just to play this many games. He hasn't even played this many games in the season, really, has he? In his big league career, it's been a while since he's played this many games. So, I mean, guy slump, player slump. Um, he's going to get out of it. I do believe he'll get out of it. Assuming he's fully healthy, he plays every single day. He's got to get out of it. If this team's going to make the postseason, you're going to need Fernando Tatis Jr. to be way better than he's been over the last month. So I don't know what the reason is, Jim, but you know, I know he's capable of getting out of it. Oh, I, I think he is too. And um, yeah, he is slumping for sure. But I still always think when he's at the plate, he's a threat. Like, I, you know, his numbers might not be there right now, but he is still one of the biggest threats in baseball. He, at any moment in time, he can change a game. At any moment. And so, yeah, he needs to get out of this slump. Um, maybe he needs to take like a day off. The problem is this team can't afford to give these guys off days because of where they're at in the season. So you need to just play your way through it. And we all knew that this year was going to be a grind for Tatis. We all did. I'm coming off of not playing for over a year. Yeah. That's just expected guys. And I think for not playing for a full year and this whole suspension and kind of, you know, coming into this season, knowing he has a target on his back, wherever he goes, I think he's had an okay year. Is it a, is it a Tatis year? No, it's not, but he's probably, he's, the dude's going to end up with 30 plus home runs. He's going to end up with around 90 RBIs. His overall numbers might not look great at the end of the season, like his average and uh, his OPS. Uh, but I think that coming back and doing what he's done this year, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's good. It's not great. It's, it's, it's good. 
Yeah, the fact that he stayed healthy and played gold glove defense and at times hit and hit for power and run a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be encouraged about, but he's got to finish off this year. I mean, he can't just tank the final two months and finish with the seven, you know, 40 OPS and us feel good about his season. That's for sure. Carlos, thank you for the super again. He says, would have loved to see Odor beat up Joe Kelly punk. Did we talk about, was the Joe Kelly thing Friday night or Saturday, Jim? It was Friday, right? It was Friday, yeah. And they they lost that game, right? Um, we talked a little bit about it. And then people wanted to see the Padres retaliate. And I was like, just retaliate by winning. I think we're at the point in the year where I'd prefer to see the Padres win than plunk Mookie Betts. I don't know what it's really going to accomplish. Um, I don't know if we were going to have a Jose Ramirez situation, if that's what we were looking for <laughs> with the Padres and the Dodgers. But um, yeah, Joe Kelly's always been a punk, right? So it is what it is. I- I'm not willing to start. Listen, the Dodgers have done well enough against the Padres that there's no need to go plunk whomever to make it, you know, give them even more motivation would be the way I look at it. Do you though ever see the Padres retaliating for really for what? I just don't. He wasn't I hit. I know he wasn't hit, but for like him be for him cursing out Tatis in the back of the rubber. Yeah, just doing anything, no. like throwing in, doing no, yeah. I don't see I it don't. Not, not on that. I mean, if he got no. hit, maybe I, I don't for that. I could be wrong. Maybe there's this you know what, Jim, though, if you didn't do it today, when are you gonna do it? I mean, you're down the whole game. Could have done it today all game. And they need to win games. They yeah, they need to focus bad. about winning first. And what if tomorrow Lugo throws at Mookie Betts and they determine it was on purpose and they throw out Seth Lugo? Yeah, exactly. And then you gotta bullpen your way through the entire game. Exactly. With who the hell knows who that would even be. It wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> Not going to be Pedro Avila, who they're calling Avila the whole night. Again. Um, <laughs> right? For four innings. Uh, SJL Stevens, thank you for the generous super chat, guys. If you're here, please subscribe. If you are here, subscribe to our new John and Jim channel by clicking the link in the description down below. We'll tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, in a moment. Um, SJL says, kept sinking Tony and Jesse's play-by-play, otherwise unwatchable. Talking about the ESPN broadcast. Yeah, I actually was in I was in my car maybe in the first inning listening when Jesse said that um, Lance Lynn had the highest DRA of any starter in baseball that qualified. Um, and I know you can sync that up, by the way, like in the app as well stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. This is, happens every single time the Padres play on Sunday Night Baseball. It's a huge topic of conversation. It's always oh, against it's the good. Dodgers. They always treat the Dodgers like they've won 27 World Series. Yeah, it's, um, it's rinse and repeat, dude. Yeah, exactly. Rinse and repeat every single freaking time. And until the Padres beat them in the regular season, it's going to continue to happen. Plain and simple. I hate it as much as everyone here hates it. But they need to start beating them for it to turn around. All of a sudden, this national narrative or ESPN or like the amount of Dodger fans that go to Petco Park during regular season games, those won't change until the Padres start beating them in the regular season. And right now, that is not happening. Yeah, but I remember the first Sunday night game of the year for the Padres-Dodgers when the Padres were 18 and 15 or whatever and an out away from winning that series. The whole thing, everyone was talking about how it was a love fest for the Dodgers. So the Padres had just beaten the Dodgers in the postseason. The Padres had led that entire game. We're about to win a series. And the whole broadcast, all anyone talked about was the Dodgers love fest. And that was in April when they were 18 and 15. Well, you know, and not 10 games back. I mean, 
Maybe maybe that postseason didn't matter to ESPN either. I don't know. I guess not. I guess not. They got to do it again. Um, that one, Homies Garage, thank you, says no starting pitching depth. Feels like 2021. Um, hopefully not like 2021, but the point's valid. I mean, the Musgrove thing's a problem. Rich Hill was bad. He took accountability for it postgame, by the way. I watched it with Marty Caswell on YouTube earlier. I mean, he wasn't good. I think he could have been better if not for what happened there at home plate, but he still wasn't good. Um I don't think it'll be 2021, Jim, but it's, you know, the other thing about 2021 is, you know, at one point they were 10 or 15 games over 500. This team isn't 10 or, they don't even have 10 or 15 games to give back to 500. They're already under 500. But yeah, I'm concerned about the starting pitching depth. It's, it's a good point. Yep. With no Musgrove for the foreseeable future. Um, I mean, the Rich Hill thing, that's going to be a scary outing every time he's on the mound. Uh, Blake Snell's a five inning pitcher. You uh, Darvish can be hit or miss. I thought he was fantastic on Friday night, but he's had blowups this year. Seth Lugo, you're worried about his innings limit, or at least him going over innings, whatever. Michael Walker is coming back from an injury. So, yeah, it's a little worrisome. It's a little worrisome, um, especially if this offense doesn't carry the day. All right, let's get back to the Supers. Jim, would you mind pulling up whatever you need to pull up for Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, who is our title sponsor here, as you guys know. Look at this. We've got a brand-new graphic for Mark. You're not going to see our heads for a moment. Just relax. We're still here. You can hear us. Um, thank you, Mark, for your longtime support of this channel. Guys, if you're here, you know how much it means to us that you've you know, subscribed or you watch this, and we couldn't do it without your support. We couldn't do it without Mark Nimitz. It's as simple as that. He's been with us since day one. He's an amazing insurance agent. He's been with us for over two years. He can save you so much money just by switching your insurance, $750 or more, whatever it is, auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance. Mark is your guy. I've got earthquake and homeowners and a life insurance policy through Mark. He saved my family so much money last year when we had a claim, um, not just saving us money, but saving us time. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know what to do. And Mark took care of all of it. So if you're looking to save money on your insurance, Mark's a San Diegan and he's a lifelong Padres fan. You can click the link in the description down below and you can get to Mark's website, which you see on screen. And you get a free quote online and he can save you $750 or more if it's a renewal. If you're looking for information on a new policy, get in contact with Mark. Again, lifelong Padres fan. Click the link in the description down below. Great way to support our channel. Click that link and thank you, Mark, for your support of the channel. Yeah, and all this information always is on the screen at all times. MNMitsofFarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to our uh, buddy Mark, let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap Up Show sent you. This is great from James. Now you really need the hat with Mark's info on it, so <laughs> so it can always be above your head, Jim. Good point. Because now you got to be like, it's off to my left or whatever. I just said on the screen, so there you go, <laughs> dude. People don't like um, change, and I, and and so you know what, James like. Uh, yeah, people He's not like criticizing you. No, I know, but 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 I think that a lot of people in this chat are like, "Wait, what is this?" That's because it's fun to troll. Like they, they, it it's so easy. Again, we asked for people like we would never. Do you ever in life ask for someone's opinion on something? If you do, you're then gonna you're going to get their opinion on something. Like, right, yeah. It's so, fine. what do you guys think of the new look? Everyone's going to rip it again. Um, <laughs> Destroy us. But that's because it tells we're me suck. All right, let's get back to some of these supers. Um, like this one from our buddy HBVV, BRB, FBB, FBM. Thank you for the super chat, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Padres lose game three to the Dodgers 8 2. 
Um, he says Mookie and Roberts are zesty AF. LA is dirty polluted. Okay. Okay. Good super. Thank you, HBBB. Always appreciate your commentary. John, thank you. Uh, he says Tatis isn't a two-hole hitter. 974 OPS leadoff, 825 OPS and two-hole. Is that this year or career, by the way? Um, 1156 OPS and cleanup. Where does Melvin put him? The two-hole, another Bowmel failure. Well, it's like, where else can you put him? I'm not leading him off with Hassan Kim, who's, I don't even know, like the greatest leadoff hitter ever right now. And mm-hmm. Soto's doing pretty well where he's hitting, is he not? So where do you want to put Tatis? Behind the big four? Batting fifth? Since all he yeah. does is swing for the fences? Maybe. I don't know. Then Okay, if you put Tatis back in the leadoff spot, where are you putting Hassan Kim? You're going to hit the two-hole? No, you can't move Hassan Kim. Yeah. Like, you got something really good there with Hassan Kim. He's been amazing there. And I think, you know, putting him there and the whole entire lineup is lengthened out. It looks like a good lineup on paper. It's just these guys need to go out and perform. Yeah, I agree with you. I do. Thank you, John. Oh, this is very kind from Sunriser. Oh, Thank you, Sunriser. Thanks, very Sunriser. generous. Super. Can we get some clap emojis in the chat for Sunriser? Um, everyone here that is uh, just hanging out tonight or commenting or the supers. Thank you guys. Um, so Sunriser says he believes we'll make the playoffs. About half the remaining 50 games are going to be meaningful to make the postseason. Seven games against Arizona and San Francisco, three games each against the Marlins, the Phillies, and the Brewers. That's interesting. So, yeah, he's saying that's about half the games they have remaining. Oh, they'll have chances. They'll have plenty of chances. 50 games is just so many opportunities. Now, again, we know they can't go 25 and 25. We know they can't go 26 and 24. They'll be a 500 no. team. So they got to they got to play better. Um, then they've played this weekend, at least against the Dodgers. But of course, it's doable. There's no question that it's doable. It's it is doable because everyone around them is not playing good baseball. And three games back with fifty to go, like yeah, come on, that's not. I mean, if there were still six, there's still six or seven back with fifty to tough. go. It would I feel would, tough. I would not be okay with that. But you know, you got plenty of time. You got time here. They just need to play consistent baseball. And you have a tough schedule up in front of you. Um, and with the teams that you're playing with, like Arizona and San Francisco, all reeling, you have opportunities to make up some ground. Um, now you're going to need a little bit of luck, but there's they have this opportunity in front of them. They just see if they can actually like take advantage of it and, you know, actually first get above 500 because that is the like i don't even know like the Crazy. you came they came and reached that, like that goal of getting 500 has been such a it's been out of grasp for like so long it's been They're like aspirational even, <laughs> yeah like i don't yeah i don't know how this team is gonna i don't know how everyone's gonna feel like if and when this team gets over 500 it's like wait what if they do it hopefully they don't look back you know that that's what i would say um it, you're right it's it's Three months. You know how much time that is? I mean, that's so much time. Three months under 500, yet still very much alive for a playoff spot. Pedro, what's going on, man? Thank you for your super chat. He says, uh, who saw the Ramirez-Anderson fight? Everyone. Uh, and kind of wish Padres would show some cojones and stand up for themselves once, uh, like on Friday with Tatis. Yeah, Pedro talked about this. That's right. On Friday. I mean, the Ramirez-Anderson thing was like, again, all that people care about nationally with baseball is something like that. It was pretty hilarious. Right. It was so it funny. Was so funny. He got clocked 
Um, did you? I, did I don't you think you're like gonna see that. Do you see all yeah, like I've seen some of them. They're so oh funny. Oh my god! And uh, Tim Anderson. Not only is he having like the worst season of any regular player, right? He's like one baseball. Yeah, one home run. His OPS is like 480 or something crazy. <laughs> he gets and now he's knocked, been knocked out. He gets knocked the fuck out by Jose Ramirez. Maybe that'll fix him. Maybe it won't. Get out of his head. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll see. Hold on, I'm just texting something to someone. At this time of night? I know. I mean, it's not freaking 2 a.m., dude. Sorry, dude. Sorry, jeez. <laughs> JD's third. What's going on? Uh, Nando said he respected Joe Kelly at the end. Yeah, I, I saw the comments. Or What else is he going to say? Which I, is fine. I mean, it, Fernando's been really good this year with all the drama. Mm-hmm. The steroid chance and some minor league are thrown at him in a rehab game. The Joe Kelly thing. I mean, I think he's been really good. You know, you can, you can be critical of his play here recently. I, that's completely fine. But off field, it's been pretty damn quiet for a guy that's coming off a steroid suspension. That's what as he needed. Big a star as, as he is. That's what he needed. He needed to have a perfect image season mm-hmm. with everything he said, with everything he did, how he acted off the field. And he's done it so far. He's taken everything in stride. I think the dancing in the outfield, like some people might not like it, but. I don't have any problem with it. Um, it's all fun and games. Like if they're going to, you know, it's not like Tatis is getting upset about it. He's literally taking someone calling him like an effing idiot and dancing it off. Yeah. <laughs> so again, that's, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Um, but he's slumping. There's no question about it. There oh, he yeah, is. Slumping. He's, slumping. He, he's slumping for sure. And that like needs to f- turn around very fast. <laughs> no, it does. Um, Iron X Lung, thank you for the generous super. He says, Braves fan here, born and raised in San Diego. I'm starting to think San Diego sports are cursed. Wouldn't mind a ship or a chip for the city, but damn, Braves have no post game, but I enjoy you guys. By the way, new layout, ain't it? LOL, that's hilarious. So the Braves don't have a post game wrap up show. We do. Soft. And we're not going to start a Braves wrap up show. No, we, we, are only expanding to two channels. That's it. Yes. John and Jim, by the way, we have a brand new channel. You can watch our radio show now. Click the link. It's pinned in the live chat. If you want to subscribe, hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live. It's going to launch Tuesday, not mm-hmm. tomorrow. Still by the way, testing things out. we have over 370 people in, in the chat right now. Yeah. And we only have 49 subscribers to John and Jim. Wow. Like, if you guys is it us? Is it the layout? It's, is it the, do you want us to go back to the new old layout to make you guys help you want to subscribe, subscribe. to the new John and Jim show? What's the new John and Jim layout going to look like? You're going to have to find out on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm asking because I have no clue. But yeah, we're, the radio show is now making its way to YouTube. Uh, it will be launching Tuesday. John and Jim 3 to 6, San Diego Sports 760. Um, you can watch on replay, bar, barring any technical difficulties, which there will be, of course. Uh, it'll be every day, so we'll the, see I'm how pretty it goes. sure that the YouTube channel will be the downfall of is the reason we'll get fired from the radio, yes, because there's going to be something that's going to some audio is going to come through on YouTube and we're going to get fired, right? During the ads, 
That's my guess. So if you want to see us get fired or hear yeah. us say something we're not supposed to say, make sure to subscribe. And make sure to tune in Tuesday because Tuesday with the technical glitches could be an issue. Oh, yeah. We're, it's going to be a it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Um, every so often, thank you for the super. He says, random topic. I know we all hate on Grisham, but I feel like he lifts the pitching a lot with his defense. I don't see any easy upgraded center. Well, certainly not at this point. Um, they've just stuck with him thick and thin. They have for years. Um, yeah, he made a really good play laying out yesterday, didn't he? To his left. Mm-hmm. He- he did. Um, yeah, he's had moments. He's had moments. It's like it's like you want to upgrade and they never do, you know. And there's there's good and there's bad. It's never perfect. I, I don't know how to describe it. That every team has a weak link in terms of like a starting nine. I mean, they they got enough in their lineup with Kim, with Cronenworth, who's played better. That you know they should have enough, even if Grisham isn't a three hundred hitter, which he's never going to be. It should never be a case that this team, you know, lives and dies by Trent Grisham at the plate. It shouldn't. Now, is it a pro- <laughs> fucker? <laughs> um, I don't know what I was saying. What was I saying about they Trent Grisham? Live or die. They should never live or die by Trent Grisham with the play. Right. Like he's going to have a lot of zero for four nights with like three strikeouts, and they should still be able to win games. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like if that was Manny Machado a lot, then you got a problem. Uh, let me get back to these supers here that are rolling in. Thanks, guys, for hanging out, including Ben Fadden. Uh, Maurice, thank you. He says, nothing against Rich Hill, but did we need an 85-year-old pitcher? Does not seem likely to work against Betts and Freeman. When they added it, here's the problem, and this has happened two of the last three years, not to compare Musgrove to Paddock, but they lost Paddock at the trade deadline in 2021, and they weren't planning for it. And then they lose Musgrove at the trade deadline in 2023. And I, I don't think they realized the severity or that he was going to be out. Because if they did, this would not have been the answer. Rich Hill for, for Joe Musgrove. I think they would have tried to do more and an, another veteran pitcher. But you got Musgrove out. You got Waka out. He's on rehab. You got Lugo up against an innings limit. I mean, that's that's a concern, that combination. I agree. It is. Um, and it sucks. Like the timing of it all is just, it's shitty with Musgrove. You know, I said it Friday on John and Jim walking to blind burrow. I felt this new, like, like I re-energized feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, going into the season or not going into the season, but going into the weekend that I, I don't know. Like it just felt different. Like the, how they, how they played up to that point, you're one game back. You're playing your best baseball. The trade deadline was positive. You have everybody ready to go. And then it's like, oh, by the way, Joe's going to miss three weeks, potentially the rest of the year. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know? know. And uh, it went out there that night. Lost the game. Thankfully, the eighth inning happened yesterday. But today was just like Friday where you couldn't get any offensive offense going at all against a guy who – I mean, just be real here. It's like you need to get some. You need to hit this guy. And even yesterday, I mean, I mean, you can't take away the eighth inning. Obviously, it was there, right? But they but, didn't hit the starter. Whoever it was at the six point seven five year. Right? There's a random opener. Yeah, and he struck out the first four dudes. And you're like, right? Okay. So, I'm not saying that the Musgrove thing is going to ruin this season, but it puts it. it 
it puts a lot of things in, in, you know, doubt. It's like, okay, you lose the second best pitcher in baseball over the last two months and you replace him with Rich Hill, who just gave up six runs today in three innings. Yeah, it can be the difference between winning and losing. Not great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, SJL Stevens, thank you for becoming a member. If you'd like to become a member, click the join button down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges that you can use here in the chat. So thank you guys. If you are a member of this channel or would like to consider becoming a member, click the join button down below. While we have a moment, Jim, I'm going to pull this up. I figured it out. Um, we want to thank you for hanging out with us, whether it's live or on replay. We also need to thank our partners, including our friends over at Aura. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan and a San Diegan. And this great company has offices right here at Liberty Station in San Diego. This is plant-based nutrition. All of their products are plant-based. If you're looking to get healthier, you need to turn to our friends at Aura by clicking the link in the description down below or go to ORA.organic. They've got products for everyone probiotics i take one every single day for digestion and heart health they have pre-workout supplements they have proteins for after workouts they have omega-3 oils if you take fish oils they have an omega-3 oil that you could take they have sleep pills and they have immunity pills and they literally have something for everyone uh they've supported this channel for a long long time if you're looking for ways to support this channel please click the link in the description down below or go to ora.organic get yourself healthier whether it's yourself your family, your friends, ORA.organic. Find a product that is right for you and support this channel. And thank you, Aura, for your support. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, if you're thinking of you know, starting to take some supplements, you don't know where to go, go to Aura, www.ora.organic. Everything they have there is plant-based. Um, it's, it's the cleanest on the market. And uh, Will, who is a huge, huge, huge Padres fan, would love your support. Um, you know, he supports us. We would love if you supported him. So go there right now, pick up some stuff, and uh, you will thank us later. All right, guys, if you're here, please subscribe. Live or on replay. If you're watching on replay, we do appreciate those super thanks as well. If you contribute with the super thanks, we'll make sure to read it in our next live show. Let's get back to these super chats, including this one from Maria. Thank you, Maria. They don't show up if it's a super sticker in our software here on YouTube. But thank you for your generous support of our channel um what else here tonight happened i mean it wasn't good you have the machado situation with the hamstring i don't know if we'll play in the field tomorrow with it being a day game um you, again you're gaining ground despite losing which is weird we talked friday they were four games out they're not three games out you know so you know it's a problem that they can't beat the dodgers two and seven against the dodgers but to be three out with 50 to play considering they were eight out about a month ago of a postseason spot. Um, mm-hmm. You take your chances. And yeah, the, the thing that is going to be the most concerning and that we've talked about tonight and we've said for a week is starting pitching. I mean, if they get Musgrove back or if they don't get him back, if Rich Hill is effective or if he's ineffective, if Michael Walker looks like the Walker we saw for the first couple of months or not, I mean, it, if their starting pitching doesn't hold up, they have little chance. They have little yeah. chance. Oh, I 100% agree. That is going to be the determining factor here because, you know, if Rich Hill and Waka and Lugo do not perform, that's a problem Mm -hmm. because you don't have Musgrove. And Blake's been really good, but his last couple starts haven't been the dominant Blake Snell. They just haven't. He's, right. not, he's not going past five. 
He's walking a lot of guys. He's throwing a lot of pitches. He's still striking out a lot of people. He might be second in the league yeah. in strikeouts at the end of the year behind Strider for Atlanta. But, you know, it's not the dominant Snell that we've seen. He's been good, but he hasn't been great. And that's also like a little worry. Like, is this guy just going to revert back to just being five inning pitcher? Because he's, I mean, if you look at his last couple of starts, I want to say, and I'll probably let's see here. So you got Blake Snell. Doo, doo, doo. All right. His last. What the hell? Oh, here we go. What's the date? All right. Yeah, his last couple starts, five innings, five innings. He went six innings, but five innings, five innings. A lot of five innings in there. So one, two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, but he's, he also doesn't allow any runs. Yeah, his last five starts, he's gone five he, innings, five times. His last five starts, he's gone five innings four times. His last five starts, he also has a, like, one ERA. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, no, 0.67, excuse me. Okay. But also, uh, seven walks, five walks, four walks, four yeah, walks. I know. But I mean, at the end of the day, this is like the one Soto conversation. You know, all he does is walk. Well, all he does is go five innings. Yeah, but there are five innings that you should have a lead it because he has a 0.5 ERA. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. But here's my point, though, John. When you have, when you don't have Musgrove, to rely on to like always give you six or seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're relying on Hill and Lugo and Waka, who are all like question marks. Right. They might have really they might have really good outings, but they also have outings might have outings like today. Okay. When you have that, you need your aces to go deep in games. Because if you only have Snell giving you five innings every single time out, the bullpen's gonna have to take a lot of load there. And you follow it up with another game where the bullpen potentially can have to do a lot of work. Like that is the problem right there. And I'm not saying that Snell is a problem. I'm just saying that is something to watch. And that yeah. could be something that could hurt this team. Because and, and he like, doesn't go past five innings. Right. And like today, and this is interesting from James, and thank you, James. Today, Rich Hill goes three innings, but he says, I don't blame Rich Hill for tonight's loss. I believe Hill's an innings eater. Save our bullpen and go five, six innings a game and give up three to six runs. Well, if it's anywhere near six runs, it's way too many. Mm-hmm. Um, just need offense to produce to win those games. But it's like, but look at tonight, James. I mean, to your point, I mean, let's let's even say Rich Hill went six innings tonight and allowed six runs. You're nowhere near winning this game if that's the result. If he goes six innings, six runs, I don't think you're getting anywhere near winning this game. If he goes six innings, last four runs. I mean. They mm-hmm. didn't really do anything on offense. So I, I get the point. I think Rich Hill's obviously going to pitch a lot more than three innings by and large when he pitches for this team. But, you know, th- this offense is so inconsistent that even like what Jim was saying with like Blake Snell, it's like Snell gives up like an earned run. And you're like, oh man, down one nothing. Mm-hmm. And they don't score until much later in the game. So yeah, I don't even know what to make of it. It's like, you can say, well, hey, if they don't get good starting pitching, they have enough offense to overcome it. But do they? Because a lot of times the offense, especially at home, looks very average, especially at home. And 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 to be honest with you, Jay, you know, Rich Hill is very erratic. Like he pitched three innings today. His last start was five innings. Okay. His previous start to that was four and a third, five and two thirds, six innings. That's good. Four innings, five innings, five innings, four innings. Like 
you know, his, his start of the year was much better. I will give him the start of the year was much better, but I wouldn't necessarily call him like a inning eater. He can give you six, but consistently give you six like mm. Joe did. Probably not. Right. Right. He might be more like five. And if Joe is six, we add that up. Right. And that's going to be a lot of innings out of your bullpen the final 50 days of the season. And he, he'll throw in and he'll throw in a couple four and two thirds, you know? And yeah. And then today, like a three inning. Like, so hopefully the loss of Joe doesn't turn out to be as big as we fear. I want to say, by the way, my garage is open. It's fine. It's fine. Who cares? I'll Who cares? close it. Once the show ends, but I'm 99% sure my garage yeah. is open. By the way, guys, um, hit the yeah. hit the link in the pinned uh, chat in the super ch- in the uh, chat. What the fuck am I talking? That was a good description. Click the link pinned link. at the top of the chat and subscribe yes. to John and Jim on YouTube, our brand new channel, to watch yes. our radio show from three to six Pacific or on replay. Click the link pinned in the chat. Jim doesn't know how to speak. We're trying to get to. Trying we should to be able to get to quiet over subscribe. here. How close are we to 100, Jim? We're 39 away. Okay, so get us to 100. Do we ask for much? Maybe. Um, Click the link pinned in the chat. Follow John and Jim. Hit the notification bell. Radio Um, show starting Tuesday. Well, the radio show is to right on YouTube. On YouTube. But listen to us tomorrow. We're on tomorrow as well. Um, Pedro says, who's the cancer of the clubhouse? Musgrove mentioned. When did that happen? Am I missing something here? Yeah, Pedro, follow up. It doesn't have to be the super. Follow up. Jim will keep an eye on the chat. We'll get back to it. So follow up or someone follow up on that. Um, every so often, thank you for the super. He says, uh, as nice as the Padres farm has been on the surface, the inability to develop to develop starting pitching is insane. Do we know what role Balsley has there? Does he even have Is he with the organization still? I don't think Aaron so. Balsley? I didn't think so either. I don't think he is. I don't think so either. I don't know. The so. development's not. I mean, I don't know. Who do we blame the development of pitching? <laughs> In the organization on AJ Preller. conversation that I don't think we're going to go to. Yeah, that'll have. be on John and Jim tomorrow. Yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> we we Link need in three the chat. hours for that. Um, oh, yeah, Joe mentioned some of the clubhouse lacked humility. I'll try and find the quote. Yeah, I saw some people talking about that, but I need a quote. Thank you, Lisa. I need a quote. Oh, okay. Okay, Pedro. So Darren said in an AC article, we have to iron out the last two months with our personalities. I didn't want to see this. Yeah, I saw it, but I was like on the periphery and I was so worried about realignment that I just like stayed away from it. And then Joe got hurt and it was like, everything went out the window. Maybe. If anybody is, if you can find the quote, let please share and send, send me the quote, like DM me on Instagram or sorry, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, dude, nobody DMs you on Instagram. Twitter. Right. DM me on Twitter. DM me the quote on Twitter. Or um threads. What? You know threads? Dude, I honestly haven't gone on threads. Either have I. I don't I turned off the notifications. I haven't opened in a month. I I the only way I'll ever go back to that thing is if Twitter slash X officially like dies. dies. Jim, I'm trying to add. Oh, I did it. Is this work or no? Make that look better. Um, guys, if you're here, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is at underdogfantasy.com. And if you use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, that's Pods Wrap, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. They have drafts going on right now. 
for the 2023 NFL season. Also for tomorrow's action in Major League Baseball, as you can see on screen, $3 drafts going on right now for tomorrow's action in Major League Baseball, including Padres Dodgers. So if you want to play, go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. That's Pods Wrap and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Then they have the pickums going on where you just pick higher or lower and you pick two or more. And if you get it correct, you win. And you can do that right now with tomorrow's Padres game. So, for example, you can pick Fernando Tatis Jr. higher than a half single tomorrow. You can also select, let's say, let's find a Dodger to go lower on. Hmm. Tony Gonsolin. Give me uh, Is he going to go five and a third innings or more? No, lower. Okay, so he's not going to go five and a third. So there are two picks. Uh, let's pair it with a um, a Josh Bell lower. Aww. So you go three for three there, and your $20 wager turns into $120. If you insure it, you only have to get two out of three correct, and you can still win. So again, play right now, underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWRAP. That's Pods Wrap and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Now what happened, Jim? Look at us. We're so little. Not so big. Now we're normal. Normal size. Um, Every so often, thank you for uh, hanging out. Thank you for the super. He says Matt Carpenter is the new Preller spy. Rest in peace, Tingler. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Carpenter's still here. Garcia's still. Hey, Garcia was pitching the ninth inning today, Jim. I know. Congratulations. A Carpenter, I mean, who knows? He's still on the team, though. Garcia still on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Again, I don't think it's the difference between winning and losing like a game like this. Hey, you have Carpenter, but I don't think it's helping. I don't think it's helping win either. No, it's not. So we never got a quote here on what people were talking about on Musgrove. No, I was looking for it. I couldn't officially find it. Oh yeah. What about the Cronenworth comments? I did find it interesting the way he said it. You know what I'm talking about? Talking mm-hmm. friars about the crowd. Um, I did, yeah. By the way, I was getting an acai bowl today at Northside Shack. You know that acai place, PB, and uh, North Park? Have you ever been there? It's incredible. You know what I'm talking about? No. Have you ever gotten an acai bowl? No. Not really. I bought Has anyone ever been to Northside Shack? The place is unbelievable, Jim. You should see this acai. You don't even care about acai. You would care if you saw these acai bowls. It's unbelievable. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm in line. Hear me okay. out. You don't okay. care. Okay. I'm in line. It's like all these like cool like people. And then there's like... Acai man. talk. There's a, no, there was some like girl in front of me. And she's like scrolling her phone like everyone is, whatever. And I happened to see because I couldn't not see. She was right in front of me. She's on Twitter. The first freaking tweet that she stops on, Talking Friars. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it was a talking she was a talking friars follower. If you were at Northside Shack today, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, here's the quote. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Lisa was like, I'm sending it to John, not Jim, because I don't want to subscribe to Jim. Thanks a lot. That is so funny. Thank you, Lisa. Let's see. One person I may know. Okay, except thank you, Lisa. Um wait, is is Jim kind of weird on Twitter, Lisa? <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is great she's like screw you jim 
Do I need the Reddit app? Hmm. I might need the Reddit app. How about you send it to me? How about you send it to me? Because I have, I'm not I have Reddit. It to you. I have Reddit. Lisa didn't want you having it. Well, it, the only way we're going to read this thing is if you send it to me because you don't True, have Reddit. because you know me. And once I download this, I'm going to ask you a thousand questions. Like, yes, yeah, so open do you, Reddit. Do you even know how to send it to me? Send this to me. I don't know how to send it. Oh, here we go. Log in with Google. I don't wait. You can you can DM me. You don't have to subscribe to my. Excuse me. Lovely Lisa, I can't DM Jim unless I pay and subscribe. Oh, that's me, dude. You have to change that in settings. You have to change that. They automatically set it like that now, Jim. Are you getting no DMs on Twitter? I got a DM yesterday from someone that's verified potentially. No. I just got a DM like an hour ago. In our, you got to check your settings. Our SD chat. I got to send this to Jim because I don't know how to read it. Oh, wait, hold on. Here it is. All right. Musgrove was asked. <laughs> we have so much to get to here. We have the Musgrove with the Cronenworth. Let's get to wait. the Musgrove from Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, okay. for sharing. Uh, Musgrove was asked, what can be learned from the season? I think humility, probably. Put your ego aside. Put your accolades and who you are and the name that's on the back of your jersey Putting that aside and be honest with yourself on what you're bringing to the table every night. The level of effort, the commitment, the intensity, the focus. This is fascinating. I think everyone in here at some point in this year can consider that they haven't been at their best in all those departments. And that's what you see from the best teams. There's a consistency in all those areas day after day. I think the collection of people is a big part of that too. When you have guys around you that you know are putting in the same amount of work that you are, that you know are as convicted in what they're doing as you are that creates the culture in the clubhouse this is not merely musgrove's opinion he is just the one with the combination of gravitas and awareness to be so blunt that's kevin ac the last line wow pretty strong words from joe musgrove basically calling someone out or a group of people out to say like you guys haven't all done your job all season long which is what we've said since day one we got criticized for saying that Right. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. It's a truth bomb. For sure. Yeah. Who's he talking about? I mean, there's only, he can only be talking about like, I mean, it's like six to eight guys. It's core guys. He's not talking about Trent Grisham. No. Um, he's not talking about Matt Carpenter. Yeah. You know, and he's not talking about you, Darvish. You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, is he, is it, I have no idea. It's hard to speculate on that, but there's only five or six guys it can be, if we're being honest. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Hold on. Did you see the – okay, Cronenworth, real quick. Yeah, hit the Cronenworth stuff. Um, okay, I'm talking to them. He's talking about the crowd. Uh, we feel it when you get behind us, no matter how close the game is, whatever the score is tonight, three, one in the eighth leadoff base hit. We feel that you guys help us build momentum just as much as us. So please do that more often. <laughs> well, hold on, man. Like hasn't the stadium been sold out like every game and you're under 500, please do that more often. You're asking for more out of Padres fans. I know. And maybe it's just the way the quote came across. Maybe he's trying to be complimentary. Of the fans, but I found that a little interesting. Like, oh man, we could use you to be in our like corner more often, dude. No, <laughs> just hit the ball. Cheering for the team works hand in hand. The team isn't gonna get the cheering of the fan base unless they do something. That's just how it works. If you're losing six one, 
in the seventh inning, do you really think the team or the fans are going to give everybody standing ovations? No, and they were still there, man. I mean, tonight. They're, you know? they're there. These fans have been incredible all year long. 48 sell or what was it? No. How many salads so far this year right now? Like 50-something? It doesn't matter. They're going to oh, sell it's out. It's like every game but like seven. They're selling out every single game this year unless they all of a sudden go on like a seven-game losing streak. And even then, I think no, they're, they're going to sell well. out. The tickets are sold, yeah. You're going to sell out of eighty of 81 games this it's year? It's going to be in the 60s. Like or, 60s or 70s. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. The fans have been incredible. I mean, I was there on Friday night. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, it must be nice. It was nice. Yeah, thanks. And yeah, there were there were good there was a, a good amount of Dodger fans there, no doubt. Have, were there as many Dodger fans as as years past? No. If you're telling me what percentage, like out of forty thousand people, I would say ten to twelve thousand thousand were Dodger fans. That's a good amount, and it's mm-hmm. going to sound louder when the Dodgers do something and all those fans scream. It just is. Um, but this notion that like the reason why we're not doing good is because we're not like the fans aren't cheering us hard enough. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I know it's not the best fan base in baseball this year to put up with this. I know. And I know, and I know that's not what he's like saying. I understand that, but that's what it comes off. That's what it It comes comes off off. as. It might just be a bad quote. Maybe in perceptions, reality. So when you read that as a fan, you're like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. How about you? How about you don't, how about you not hit two fifteen? I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know? Um, Matthew, thank you for your super. Uh, what's this in reference to, Jim? Down down goes Anderson, down goes Anderson. Yeah, that was um Oh, Tim Anderson. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah, you're dumb. Um yeah. who was the announcer for the oh, Cleveland Guardians? The freaking, um, Guardians announcer. His name is hold on, don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, he's the longtime announcer. Tom something. Yeah. Um don't put it in the chat. Tom Anderson? I think Tom, it, no, 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 no. But I know what you're talking about because the announcer for yeah. the Guardians. Tom Hamilton, Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. There you go. An amazing call. Yeah, amazing. amazing. Tom was, Hamilton's great. He was like, now they're fighting. Uh, and then it's just all of a sudden, down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. It was awesome. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, every so often, thank you. This was the Crone quote before Trey Turner in Philadelphia. Are you talking about the Turner billboards in Philadelphia that he put up? The... Did you see what happened over the weekend with Trey Turner? He got I did. every single at bat. He got standing ovation from the crowd. And then he put, did you see what he did today? Which is he like took out like video billboards across the city saying, thank you fans. I did not see that. Yeah. Now again, it's so like, always oh, in reference, always oh, Cronenworth referencing what's going on with Trey Turner in Philly. That's not going to continue by the way in Philadelphia. <laughs> no. If, if Trey Turner continues to hit 250 with an OPS of 620. Yeah. Fans will not continue to share him. Right. Um, but like, what do you want the fans here to do? All of a sudden give standing ovations to Trent Grisham? <laughs> I mean, dude, the fans have been incredible. I'm, I'm been sorry. Amazing. Like, no, yeah, no. They, can do, they can only do so much. Um, HBVV, thank you. He says, Manny Tatis Joe has San Diego on his chest and plays with heart. This group you're saying, HBVV? Yeah, I don't sure. know who he's referencing. I don't know either. Joe literally has a oh, tattoo. Manny slash Tatis, comma, Joe has San Diego oh. on his chest. So are you calling out Manny and Tatis? I mean, it's hard for me to call out like, I mean, I'm not going to call anyone out in this specific inference, but it's hard for me to call out Tatis in general. Like, what? I, I feel like Tatis has done the right things this year and said the right things. It doesn't seem like a cancer to me. 
might not no. be playing well right now. No. But he's not pouting, you know, he's not calling anyone out. I think his quotes have been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and then when Tatis came back from his suspension, he was like, boom, hit the ground running. Yeah, if, he was. If, any, if anything, you're talking he's talking about like Manny and like Bo I don't know Bogarts, but like I don't know, man. I'm I'm I kind of feel like I'm over to like try to analyze this clubhouse. Yeah, we never get to the bottom of it. Because it's the same thing over and over again. But here's what I do know. It's a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. like with I don't need to know whose problem it is. I just know it's a problem. It's been we a problem. Just, it's like if they can overcome that, make the postseason. I mean, this team has had so many issues. There's got to be a reason why they haven't won, you know, three games in a row or four. Dude, the Nationals have now won four games in a row, making the Padres the only team in baseball to not win three Come more on. than three games in a row. Kansas City's done. Um, Kansas City, I think. Mm, I don't think Kansas City's done it. it. Maybe if they have, it's been recent. I want to say their longest winning streak was two games, Kansas City, as recently as the last couple of weeks. I'm just trying to look here. Uh, Matthew, thank you again, by the way. says, down goes Joe Kelly. Down goes Joe Kelly. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what we see tomorrow in the day game. <laughs> right. Oh, by Let's the way, see. did you see this as well? That Padres season ticket prices are going up in 2024? Yeah, great timing. I mean, it makes sense, though. If you're going to sell out 70 games. Inflation slash demand slash how much this team is spending, <laughs> you know, slash how much popularity this team has gained. Yeah. It's San Diego. I mean, there's San- not, it's people aren't turning to the NFL, you know, in September. Like, um, just Kansas goes, City just won seven. And- they just won seven in a row, by the way, Jim. So, yeah, Padres the only team in baseball. The only fucking team in baseball to not win more than three games in a row. That's insane. That is insane. That's insane. And the fact that they can still make the postseason and they can do it, not with relative ease, but they can, I mean, they could easily do it. It's really really incredible. And, And Jesse mentioned this on the broadcast the other day. Like, to their credit, I will give them some credit. Not a lot. Give them some credit. Not a lot. Not a lot. Mm -hmm. A little. Every time this team has had a crushing loss, it doesn't turn into like an eight-game losing streak. There's only been one really long losing streak this year. But other than that, they've had a lot of crushing losses, and they've not turned into oh. like, you know, five straight, five, six, five True. losing streak, six-game losing streak. They usually come back and win either like the next day or the fall. Yeah, it's so weird. It's yeah. very, yeah. So that's another reason why this season has felt so like a, such a drag, but also how they're still in it. Hey, by the way, if you have, um, are we are we at a hundred subscribers? Thank you nope. guys that are posting on on Twitter, like, hey, I subscribed, Gary Lee. Um, that's cool. Sharing it, Maria. Thank you for sharing it. Um, that you've subscribed to John and Jim, our brand new channel, um, for our radio show. I, where are we at? Eighty? What are we at? Seventy? We're at Seventy. Let me put a link in one more time. Yeah, put a link in one more time. We are. Let's- we are officially taking John and Jim, the radio show. It's going to be on radio still, San Diego Sports 760. We're just adding the element to it, the YouTube channel. I've been doing YouTube for the last two years. Um, like every day. We, yeah. And people people in the chat have asked, like, hey, when are you guys taking the radio show to YouTube? Well, hopefully we figured it out. <laughs> and and uh, it won't be too much of a shit show. And we are taking the radio show to YouTube as well. So there you go. Three to six every day. John and Jim. San Diego Sports 760. Starting Tuesday, 
Tuesday. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. So yeah, hit that. Hit, go and subscribe there, um, and uh, get ready for Tuesday. Yeah, um, we'll be back tomorrow. By the way, Padres Dodgers will wrap up this series. I know it's a one o'clock game, but we'll wrap up this series pieces Padres and Dodgers, and then um, we will look ahead. We will look ahead to Seattle road trip. It's coming up. Um, okay, a couple of things. If you're here, subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. We'll get to this, these supers that are rolling in here late. Did we hit, by the way, Jim? Here's the other thing we're keeping an eye on is 5,200 subscribers. We did. Thank you, guys. Boom. We needed seven, eight, nine subscribers today. We're at 5,200 subscribers. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on content, exclusive content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Um, thank you guys seriously for the super chats. If you're here on replay, by the way, thank you for the super thanks as well. We'll make sure to comment in our next live video. Um, every so often, thank you for your interaction tonight. He says uh, the ticket increases are going to make it like the 2010 Giants where a bunch of companies buy out tickets and quote unquote fans show mm. up to games. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, you get that in like playoffs. The deeper you go, the more corporate it gets. Like the only time it's the real fan base is either for like the wild card round or the divisional round. Once you get to the CSs in the world series, then the vibe feels different. It just feels more corporate. Um, Cause like going to, I don't know about you last year, John, but the division round versus the Dodgers compared to the CS versus the Phillies to me was like completely different. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't, I wasn't at the Dodgers series. Oh, that's right. You I was in park city. Yeah, because you bailed on this team. I did, but they won that series. And then I came back, and then they bailed on yeah, me. Yeah, they did. They like fuck you, John. I was at game two, and they trailed like ten nothing, and it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. And then they came all the way back to win, and I thought they were going to win the World Series, and then they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, but that was a cool day. I mean, game two, but yeah, that Dodger series is bonkers. The rain, yeah. the atmosphere. You know, All right, guys, we are 23 away from 100 subscribers on John. We're, we're staying here overnight until we we're not leaving until we get to 100 subscribers. Sorry, guys. We need 23. So There's, what are we asking we're... people to do? Just How do you do it? Well, put, put the link in the chat. Yeah. Do we really need to get to 100 subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> not right now, baby. But if you're watching this back on replay, oh, link, yeah. in the, link in the chat. Or the description down below. If you're on replay, click the link in the description down below. It's go there, subscribe to that channel. It's John and Jim, San Diego Sports 760, our radio show. We're taking it to YouTube starting Tuesday afternoon, three to six every day. So not only you're going to get three hours of John and Jim on YouTube, you're also going to get another hour of the wrap up show later at night. Um, so like, quit your job, get divorced. Right. Yeah, like us. Stop, stop going to the gym. Yeah, don't go get, out. Get, yeah, get divorced. Like we're going to get divorced because our significant right. others are going to hate how we're doing more YouTube. Yeah. You're not even married yet. <laughs> no. Um, I know. Matthew, thank you, man. He says, how can the Padres get back on Joe Kelly? I believe X will age well. Wouldn't it be wild to see Julio Urias sign with the Padres for next year? I don't know about the Joe Kelly thing. It's like, how do you get back at Bruce Dark Gratterall for like celebrating the 2020 NLDS and dancing and kicking you know, and screaming? It just is what it is sometimes. You know how you get back at him? Just win. You hit you hit nukes off nukes. him. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, by the you, way, Xander today celebrated his 10 years of service in the big leagues, which means he's going to be old. 
a lot of players in the Padres have celebrated 10 years of service time recently. <laughs> right. You got Manny, uh, you got Darvish, I think, celebrated 10 years of service time. Um, Xander. Rich Hill celebrated 20 years of service time the other day. <laughs> Did he? I don't know. He might be at 20 years of service time. Might be time. close. Yeah, might be close. That's bonkers. That is bonkers. Yeah. Um, HPVV says, I'm locking the mural guy spray cans in KUSI shoes <laughs> from last postseason, you're saying? Yeah, let's not talk about that, all right? <laughs> it didn't go very well. No, it did not go that well. Yeah, that was not what's it. Um, okay, that's guys, thank it. you. That's what, that wasn't in. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow on the radio, 3 p.m. By the way, Darnay Tripp will join us off the top of the show um, at 3 o'clock. We'll talk some Padres baseball, um, obviously, all day tomorrow. And then we'll, we'll hear from Bob Melvin post game as well. So join us 3 to 6. Tomorrow, series is going to wrap up at 1 p.m. Join us on San Diego Sports 760. Then join us tomorrow night right here on the wrap-up show. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's our title sponsor. If you have any insurance needs, please click the link in the description down below. Mark can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance, Aura, ORA.organic, or click the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, all of their products are plant-based nutritional products. And again, Underdog Fantasy, if you use promo code PODSRAP, that is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. It is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Underdogfantasy.com. Click the link in the description down below. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for embracing our brand new look. I know a lot of you have been very complimentary of the brand new look. Um, <laughs> we'll see if it survives another day. But I know Jim's going to freak out about this. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.